Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hi, everybody. Welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real-life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of TMG. That's Tell Me Something Good. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Guys, real quick before we begin, don't forget to visit our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T. Guys, as always, I like to start the show off by thanking my wonderful wife, Nicole, for being my greatest and my biggest supporter and my biggest fan. Nicole, I know you're watching. I know you're listening, girl. That's your shout-out for today, guys. In a very, very short time, the show is being heard all around the globe. And I'm so excited that it is. I'm so glad that everyone continues to tune in right here each week, every Thursday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on Facebook, guys, or Maybe you're listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, maybe on Spotify or Pandora or Audible or Google Podcasts or one of the many other podcast platforms. I'm so glad that you're tuning in each week. And if this happens to be your first time listening, your first time tuning in, let me tell you thank you. I'm so glad that you decided to join the show and join the talk today. Guys, we got another good show for you today. I got something really great I want to talk about, something that's really exciting. And I know it's going to be something good because uh, I began to use this and practice it ever since I've been learning it. So, uh, guys, I want to kind of bring that around. Guys, today's topic that we're going to talk about is delete. Yeah, today, guys, we're going to talk about delete. Chances are, if you work with a computer or you work in an office anywhere, uh, or if you have a computer or you know someone, you're familiar with the delete button. Yeah, you're familiar with it. You've seen it a few times. You know that you've used it. Chances are you are familiar with the delete button. And today, what we're going to be talking about is delete. Guys, I want to start the show off by asking a question. Have you ever been angry or, as they say, felt some kind of way over something that you couldn't even recall all the details about? You know what I'm talking about. Has anyone or something ever happened to you that made you upset about something and you really couldn't even recall all the details? You know what I mean? Uh, if we ask you one week, it happened on a Tuesday. Three days later, if we ask you again, it happened on a Thursday. Listen, 
We can't remember all the details, but we do remember how it made us feel. We all have those things we're working on or we need to delete. We may not remember all the details. We may not remember how it happened. We may not even remember the days that it happened, but we know it happened because of how it made us feel. And we don't remember the details, but we know it took place. We all have those things that we need to delete. Things we have accumulated and downloaded over the years that's taking up room for our upgrades or our updates. Some things we need to delete. And when I talk about, when we talk about deleting something, guys, listen, let me kind of make that clear. When we're talking about deleting things that have happened to us over the years or deleting things that we've accumulated or downloaded, uh, over time, when we talk about deleting something or uh, moving past things doesn't mean we are required to mentally forget it ever took place to us, okay? I'm not saying that we're required to mentally forget that it ever took place to us. It means we emotionally, that we emotionally get the opportunity to take the next step in spite of of what has happened to us in spite of what we remember. So when I'm talking about deleting something, I'm not saying we pretend like it never happened. We don't pretend like it didn't take place. I'm talking about having the ability to emotionally take the next step in spite of what has happened, in spite of our memory. So deleting something means I'm going to take the next step in spite of what already has taken place, in spite of what I know has happened. So I want to kind of throw a side note in here, guys, real quick. I kind of want to throw a side note. Here's something that uh, I thought that was kind of interesting, interesting here. When we delete something, when we whether it's on a computer or on our phone, when we delete something, here's what we're actually doing. We are removing its access and taking away its permission. Yeah, when we delete something, we are removing its access and we're taking away its permission. Yeah, and when we talk about deleting things, we also must include in the conversation access and permission. Yeah, because it is possible to give something access without at the same time giving it explicit permission. So this is going to be good, guys. This is going to be good. So let's dive in right there, right there. So we're going to first start talking about access. We're going to first start talking about access because when we're talking about deleting something, we have to talk about access and permission. And the first thing we're going to discuss is access. So when we talk about access, one of the definitions of access is, is the way or means 
of an approach. It's the way or a means of an approach. For example, uh, you could say something like, the, um, the only way you can access the house is by the dirt road. Okay, so that's one definition for access. It's the way or means of approach, how you can approach something, how you can get to something. And you can say something like, you know, the, the way you can approach the house or the way you can access the house is by means of the, the road. In other words, access is how you get there. How you get there. When we talk about access, uh, we talk about how it gets started, right? We talk about access, we're discussing, we're talking about how it gets started, where it began, and how did something arrive there? So when we're talking about access, how did this get started? Where did it all begin? Now, if you have ever, uh, and I, I, I've done tech support where people would call and need help uh, with their devices, whether it's a computer or a phone, whatever, done tech support. So I'm not sure, uh, have you ever, if you've ever called uh, or asked someone um, with help with your computer or with your phone, one of the questions they might ask is, when did the problem start, right? So when you when you call in and you ask them for help, one of the first things they might ask you is, when did the problem start? Or or you know, or they may ask is, when did the problem start? Or has anything new been added on the computer or the phone? Has anything new been added to it? That's one of the first things they're going to ask you, right? What they are really asking is this this is what they're really asking you when they ask those questions what they're really asking you is what did you give access to what did you give access to because when we give access to things that's when things begin to change is it possible is it possible a lot of what we are feeling is because something got access to us. Is it possible that a lot of the way we feel it, when we say we feeling some kind of way about something, is it because something got access to us? Have you ever, and be transparent, have you ever felt some kind of way about somebody and you really didn't know anything about them other than what you heard somebody say about them? And then now all of a sudden, because of something that you overheard, now you feel some kind of way. Or somebody told you a certain dish or a certain food didn't taste good, and you've never tried it. So now your first time trying it, and you feel some kind of way, and now all of a sudden you think something differently about it because something got access to you. Is it possible that a lot of what we are feeling it's because something got access to us. What has gotten access to us? You know how it is? You can be in a relationship or a friendship or all of a sudden everything's going fine and everything's going well. Or, and, and they can get, other person can get off the phone 
speaking with their friend or they can stop an email or get a text message. And when they come back to you, their entire attitude has changed. What has got you gotten access to you? Access. So is it possible that a lot of what we may be feeling internally has to do with something gaining access to us? Maybe, you know, maybe it was a div the, the divorce. Maybe it was a disappointment. Maybe it was some unexpected sickness or or maybe you know you know it was something like that and and it got to us and it just got to us and and when innocent let me help you out and when unhealthy things access have get access to us when unhealthy things get access to us we can't say what we wouldn't do. Yeah, yeah. You know how people say, well, I would never do that. I would never say that. You don't know what you would do when unhealthy things get access to you. When you, listen, when unhealthy things get access to you, you'll cause a riot. You'll be part of a riot. Listen, when you, listen, when unhealthy things get access to us, We'll say things we shouldn't say. And then we'll find ourselves having to backtrack and apologize for things. When unhealthy things get access to us, the very thing we say we wouldn't do, we might find ourselves doing. Access. Access. Listen, guys, <laughs> quick story. I remember once, and, and this is a true story, by the way. I remember once uh, when I was about eight, nine years old, eight or nine years old, uh, my grandmother uh, lived in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So, And where she lived, she lived near a club. You know, a club, people go to have fun on the weekends. So she lived near a club. And one fine afternoon, I don't remember if it was a Monday, Wednesday, or whatever. I just remember it was one afternoon. Uh, they had left the back door open to the club. No, I promise you, this is the true story. They had left the back door open uh, to the club. So I thought it was empty, right? I thought it was empty since uh, it was the middle of the day. So I thought it was empty since it was the middle of the day. Uh, so I, I thought to myself, let's go see. What's in there? People were always coming in and out. So me being curious, I told myself, let's go see what's in there. So I went in and I didn't see anything that was familiar to me or anything that caught my interest. I didn't see anything or anyone. But I did see, uh, <laughs> I see that there were bags of potato chips. Yeah, so you know how that's going to go, right? So I took some bags of potato chips. I stole them. Yep, I did. So I took them. Now, I knew better. Now, I knew better than took the, take these potato chips. I knew better because I knew how my grandmother had raised me. And, man, she found out, right? When she found out, worst whooping I ever got.
Wor I, I kid you not. Worst whooping I ever got in my life. Worst whooping. The wrong idea had gotten to me. The wrong ideas had gotten to me. Has anything ever gotten to you? Has anything ever just gotten to you? I mean, you wake up in the morning and you thought the day was going to start off right, but some idea came in your mind and it got to you. Or, or you showed up at work and you had all the intentions on having a great attitude, but something just got to you. You know, you, you were talking to a friend or you were texting somebody and something just got to you. Has anything ever gotten to you? Yeah, has anything ever done that? One day uh, on my phone, and, and we're in the age of technology, right? We're in the age of technology. Everything is instant. Uh, you could call somebody halfway around the world in a matter of seconds with the phones we have. So, uh, and our phones can do a lot of things from taking pictures to filming things. I think they even film movies on phones sometimes. Phones can do so much. So, uh, one day, one day, I got this notification or this pop up on my screen. You know how things be popping up on your screen on your phone, right? So, one day, I got this notification or this pop up on my phone that said, update is available so it told me i had an update on my phone and the update was available cool i am all about getting the next update on my phone i'm all about keeping my phone updated so yeah i was pumped i was ready i was going to do my update so i pressed uh the i pressed the button to kind of begin my the update process and it showed this little circle on the screen and all it began to do is just spin. And I support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I was just waiting and it just kept spinning. That's all it did. For about three minutes, it kept just spinning. Then another message, another pop-up came up on the screen, right? Another message came up. And this is the message said. It said, memory full. Can't install update. Now, I remember thinking, I've got to get rid of some things. When I saw that, I was like, hey, I got to get rid of some things because I want my update. Now, when I thought that, I said, well, which means now knowing that I had to get rid of some things, that meant something to me. That means I had to decide what stays and what goes. So now I know I got to decide what stays and what goes. Here is something, guys, I thought was a pretty interesting fact. Uh, while I was studying and, and getting ready for the show. So here's kind of a, an interesting fact uh, I would like to share. Cognitive psychologists. So they're, they're cognitive psychologists. Cognitive psychologists divide memory uh, into the first 15 to 30 seconds, right? And they call this short-term memory. So anything that you can recall between 15 and 30 seconds after hearing it or after reading it or after be experiencing it or after being exposed to it, 15 to 30 seconds, that's called short-term memory. You know, somebody give you a phone number really quickly and you, and you can recall it. That's called a short-term memory. Anything that lasts, anything that we remember Beyond 30 seconds, it's called long-term memory. Anything, any information that we retain longer than 30 seconds is called long-term memory. So this made me begin to wonder, right? I began to think about some things. Are there things that we've been holding on to too long are there some things that we have just been holding on too long have we put some things in a long-term memory when it should be short-term memory so i'm beginning to think about that maybe maybe we've been holding on to things like maybe it's how we were fired from our last job or maybe it was how the last relationship ended. Or maybe it was the drive that we had in traffic at store or going to work. Or maybe it was the cashier in the checkout line. Then if we keep it long enough, an emotion becomes attached to it. When we hold on to things too long, an emotion can become attached to it. Guys, we're going to take a quick break right here. I'm going to pause one moment for about 30 seconds for our sponsor, 
Don't go away. We'll be right back. Guys, it's tax time. And if you're like a lot of people, navigating all the new tax laws can be intimidating and downright scary. Let the professionals at Legacy Tax Services handle it for you. The owner, Terry Rush, has experience with these sort of things. They provide quick professional service with integrity with refund advances of $6,000. And for your convenience, they even offer virtual visits. Give them a call today at 205-835-8202 or visit www.legacytaxservices.net. All right, guys, we're back. It's me here, Travis Patton Sr., TMG. Tell me something good. Guys, today's topic we're talking about is delete. Delete. And when we left off, we were talking about how cognitive psychologists, they determine, they kind of separate memory into two phases, or one, two parts. Anything between 15 to 30 seconds, they label it as short-term memory. And anything beyond that is long-term memory. So I kind of put a question into play. Have we been holding on to some things longer than we should? Have we been holding on to some things longer than we should? The person that cut you off and took the parking space, the cashier that wasn't having the best day, have we been holding on to some things too long? And I noticed something that when we hold on to things too long, an emotion becomes attached to it. And when an emotion is attached to something, it's more difficult to let it go. When an emotion is attached to it, it and it becomes, it's, it's kind of like, way they do they when you want to buy a car. One thing when you want to buy a car, they want you to be happy when you see the car. They want you happy when you're buying the car because when you are emotionally attached to a decision, chances are you will stick with that decision. Let me repeat that. If when you are emotionally attached to a decision, Chances are you will stick with that decision. Yeah, and because an emotion is attached to it, we hold on to it longer. Think about it. If someone uh, makes you upset at any particular store or any particular place that you go, uh, each time you go to that store or each time you go to that place, you're going to remember it. You're going to remember how it made you feel. You're going to remember the emotion that's attached to it. Then I thought about my phone again, right? So then I got to thought about my phone. Whatever, and remember, my phone was saying I had an update available, but I could not get the update because the memory was too full. It was holding on to too much. So then I thought about my phone, right? Whatever, and I came to this conclusion. Whatever we decide to keep, we also decide to allow. And if we keep what happens to us, if we keep what happens to us, then we are allowing it to happen again and again. If we hold on to the anger that happens, 
We are allowing it to happen again and again. If someone says something negative to us, if we hold on to it, it's happening to us again and again. If it was a traumatizing situation, if we don't take the steps that's necessary to move beyond it, whether we get some counseling, whether we seek professional help, whatever we may do, if we don't take healthy steps to move beyond it, we are essentially allowing it to happen again and again in our life. So is there anything that we are allowing to happen again and again simply because we're holding on to it? We're sticking with it. We still got it. We won't let it go. If we don't let it go, it happens to us again and again. Very much kind of like my phone, right? Very much like my phone. If I don't get rid of some things, it will always stay full. There will never be room for anything new. We will never know how we can benefit from the update until we press delete. We will never know how we can benefit from the update until we press delete. Whatever things we gave access to, listen, whatever things we gave access to and whatever things we've been holding on to, maybe it's time to press delete. There's an update waiting. Listen, on my phone, uh, on my phone, I ha- and, I, I, and I'm, I know like most people, you download apps or you download these things, these applications on our phones, right? So on my phone, I had downloaded some apps. And, and at the time, when I downloaded them, because I don't like to download a lot of things on my phone, like a lot of people don't possibly. And if you do, that's fine. It's your phone. Uh, so on my phone, I had downloaded some apps. And and, and at the time that I downloaded them, I thought they could become useful. I thought I would use them. I said, well, you know, I'll get this and I'll use that later. And I thought I saw some apps. I said, okay, that's a really good thing. And I'll use that later. I did it and I said, oh, yeah, I think that and I'll use that later. So I downloaded some apps and I thought that I could use them. You know, I thought they could become useful to me. Right. But over time. Uh, they only sat there. You ever just download some apps on your phone and you thought, hey, that's a good app. I'll get that. I can find that. It'll be useful. And you never use it. <laughs> it just kind of sat there. So that's what me. I downloaded some apps and it just kind of sat there. Sometimes, because in my mind, I was thinking, I had, in my mind, I had come to the conclusion that I would use these apps. In my mind, I had come to the conclusion about these apps, right? I come to a decision about these apps. So, so sometimes, and it made me think, sometimes we can come to conclusions about other peoples, other cultures, other languages, and instead of discovering the usefulness, we allow our conclusion to become the only conclusion. 
Yeah, sometimes it's and like me. I never ventured and used the apps to see how useful they could come become. I just kind of let them sit there. And whatever decision I had about them at the time that I downloaded, I made that my final decision. And it's much like how we do with people. Sometimes we can make determinations about other peoples, other cultures, other languages, people from a different side of town, what school they graduated to. Sometimes we can come to things and that where our conclusion becomes the only conclusion. And are there any decisions? Here's the question I want to ask. Are there any decisions that we have possibly made about other about others or ourselves? And let me throw that in there. Are there any decisions that we have possibly made about others or ourselves that we're holding on to too long? Are there any decisions that we need to let go that may no longer be useful to us? Some things that we've said about ourselves, some things that we've heard. What I'm saying, guys, is this. What I'm saying is this. We may have to delete some things we were taught, something we witnessed, some things we overheard, because as long as we keep this, our update will be on pause. Yeah, so now, guys, we want to talk about permission. We want to talk about permission. Permission. Someone can show you how to access their house. I can show you how to get there. Someone can show you how to access, access their house from the street or from a corner, but that does not mean they've given you permission to enter their house. Without permission, nothing changes. Yeah, without permission, nothing changes. The only way to see the benefits of the update is to give it permission. So anything, any change that we want to happen in our life, any positive thing we want to take place in our life, we've got to give it permission. What I'm saying to you is this. You have got to give yourself permission to delete some things. Give yourself permission to become better. Give yourself permission to see yourself differently. Give yourself permission to know you deserve better. Give yourself permission to become a different person. Most individuals want to change. But you've got to give yourself permission to forget every negative thing somebody said about you. Give yourself permission to forget every negative thing you said about you. If you don't give yourself permission, you will always, listen, you will always become, listen, you will always be in waiting for your update to take place. You will always be held up. You will always be on pause. You will always be waiting. Give yourself permission. Type it in a chat. Say it out loud. 
I give myself permission to get over it. Listen, when you've had some traumatic things to happen in your life, take the time to give yourself permission to get over it, to get past it, to go beyond it, to become stronger. Listen, I'm not sure what things may have held you up or held you back, but today, give yourself permission to move past it and move on. The bad relationship, give yourself permission. It didn't work out right. Give yourself permission. They didn't choose you. Give yourself permission to move beyond it. Give yourself permission to heal. What do you need to give yourself permission to do today? Because your update is waiting. And all you need to do is press delete. Guys, it's that time. And as always, it's been a real blast. Don't forget to visit our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T. Guys, you can tune in right here each week, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on Facebook or on your favorite podcast platform. Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. Guys, before I get out of here, don't forget, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. I'm out of here. Peace. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details